0: If if your mom was growing up at that time, cuz, and she liked basketball, I'm sorry. All right, so we're going to move on now. We're going (laughs) to... They might cut that out of the show. All right. (laughs) Welcome to 100X. It's your boy, Marco Hollywood Pamani, and I am here live with my man, Anthony Tony, two-time, three-way Sharpie. Talk to me, (laughs) cuz.
1: I like your intro way better than mine. I got I to gotta pump myself up. I want to see your intro pumped yeah. up a little bit. <laughs> Guys, I got to tell you, there's fewer things I enjoy more than when he gets himself so hyped up, he almost runs out of air and falls off this fucking chair. Won 200 <laughs> beans yesterday, cuz. I feel like a million bucks. 200 beans. Listen, as you know, we're going to get into that uh, before we dive in, obviously, always cut comments, questions, concerns, subscribe, like, share. We love it to death. Thank you to people. Uh, make sure you leave some shit in the DMs as well, good or bad. You know, we'll pull that stuff. Uh, it'll all become useful on the show. We got a little something different for you today. But the Super Bowl matchup is set. Cousin?
0: Congratulations to the Eagles. And the Chiefs. I'm gonna tell you something a lot of passionate, real fans in Philadelphia, and uh, a lot of bandwagon fans in KC. (laughs) Okay, I'm just throwing that out there. I'm not being mean. I'm. I don't know what side I'm on yet, but I'm letting you know right now. But you would also have to say if you're a some good fan,
1: Casey. There's some real Casey. No, too. there's not. There's no real Casey. No, KC no fans. I feel like they have a good. The, the Kingdom's like the real deal. I feel like. I don't know.
0: I, I, don't I to differ. I think when it comes to it from a purity standpoint, the the Eagles are a truer fan base than Casey. Okay, that's my opinion. All right, I'm hey, kind of shocked that you don't feel
1: that way. No, listen, I I feel the strength of the city of Philly like I feel that oh, what you're yeah. talking about. I, I mean, the way they treated know, the mean, way I they treated it.
0: Mikey in his San Fran gear. I mean, he got abused. Oh,
1: Mikey's going to look do at you, this portion of the show and, and want, be like, "I don't know what the fuck you guys are talking about." Look at <laughs> me, guys. I
0: want to tell you something. The reason why Mikey got abused in Philadelphia is cause he's a West Coast kid. A West Coast kid can't survive with East Coast shit talk. It doesn't work. They're not built like us guys, okay? You gotta be nice to those West Coasters. They're gonna get emotional. He came home. He's been crying since he got home. I I feel bad for him. We love you, Mike. I get Mikey, we love you. You survive Philly. You're a man now. When
1: we were there, there was like, oh, used to? Come over here. We'll hey. buy you a slice. Hey. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're gonna talk a little bit. Uh talk
0: to me. You nailed everything in that game. So give me an idea of like what was going through your head when you were watching this game because everything you put out there came to fruition. So talk to me.
1: I felt that uh, Vegas was playing mind games. I also felt the media was playing mind games. They so- sure were. So my theory is this: If you have a guy uh, on as big of a pedestal as as Patrick Mahomes, and he 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 is removed from a game that is crucial uh, for the Chiefs, they still go on to win that game. Then there's very little talk from the media about him not being available for the next game. Mind blowing.
0: Not to mention that you were saying Kelsey might not even play in the game, and then that was. I mean, I, I and then, was then that high. disappeared too. I wasn't even paying attention to that. It's almost like like they were begging people to bet the Bengals and they got their wish. I think a lot of people were on the Bengals. Um, I do think that
1: the the officiating in the fourth quarter was a little bit subjective. I think the officiating uh was definitely uh, questionable in some aspects of the game. However, I will say uh I think both teams who were on the losing end uh this past weekend were both products of some really really uh, stupid um, th- you know penalties that were actually committed cousin are on you, both sides
0: do you have a pick for the super bowl yet
1: i know you had a i know you had a football I do have a little bit of a Super Bowl pick, but I want to save it for next week's show. Okay. Um, Because I I do want to see the line move a little bit. I really hate to go ahead and give a pick this week. That's fair. When we have a whole media week of line movement. I kind of want to watch There is
0: a chance that uh, Tony and I will be in Arizona for the Super Bowl and waste management. Um, We'll be spending probably three days there if we go. It'll be $1. I'm going to come home and I'm going to need four IVs and a hug for my wife after that type of trip. So I'm hoping it's everything that I've ever wanted if I go. So we'll be. I'll be out there with a ton of friends. That's the plan. That'll be um, badass. Episode 24 will be released next Friday to give our picks and our most accurate. Uh, we're doing it on Friday because we're trying to give you the most accurate lines that are updated. So we're trying to do the show later in the week. Um, for this show, we're going to be shifting and the show is coming up further or after we're going to be shifting to the NBA Um, football is uh, coming to an end. It was a absolutely incredible run. Um, I am so happy with how the season went. (laughs) Uh, I just, uh, I almost want to cry. I, I really hope that I can live up to the expectations that I put out in the season 2022 season
1: and i would and i'd like to say that i, I that i think you have yeah. um and i think that uh we have grown strong as the show has continued uh we love the game of football but we also want you to realize that we are really excited to dive into some nba as we, well
0: i bet nba every night um i enjoy it am i am i the best at it no um but when i give out a pick i am passionate about it and i am hammering it so uh yesterday we nailed the clippers um, <laughs> Um, I posted it early, often, shared it on 100x, got it shared on better, shared on my page, tagged my friends, my friends reshared it. Um, there had to be over a thousand people that tailed the Clippers bet. How crazy
1: is that? It was absolutely excellent. Uh, Ultimate squad ride. You hit a little, that was a 200 ball Shkodali Bean. It was, it felt good. Uh, Tell the people though, so we're at the game live down 21. I'm sweating like a whore in church because I
0: posted a pick early. I know people tailed it. I was (laughs) dreading my messages. So I was like, I I ain't going to log on to Instagram until uh, this game gets a little closer. Um, People were barking. I opened it up when we were down 10 and they were talking so much shit and then he had people unsend messages I had people unsend some messages but then I had some people say hey my bad. Like I spoke too soon. You were right, um, but I don't want that. What I want is if you're going to talk shit or you want to give any banter, I embrace it and I love it. If if I give a losing pick, you have your right to call it out, but at least wait until you can like se- like you're secure with that shit talk. Because
1: the funny thing is, we're from Chicago, and let can't, let me be the first to tell you, we were together last night. All of the shit talk came from people who indeed bet on the Chicago. Bulls, yeah.
0: I want to explain something. I am I I am Bleed Red Bull fan, okay? And I want to explain why I posted the Clippers pick and why I bet against the Bulls yesterday the bulls are in a must change situation they um they need to change it up they their the team is not built to win playoffs that they're built to go 500 in the regular season and they're built to get swept in the playoffs and that to me is just not acceptable as a bulls fan i don't want to be mediocre i don't want to be just good enough to make it into the first round and get swept so we need to trade our stars we need to rebuild. We need to rebuild by getting a starting center, a young one. We should have signed Mitchell Robinson. We got our wallets got tight for no reason at all. We should have signed Mitchell Robinson. We should have, um, and then we should have made some moves from there. Um, I I like Levine. I don't think he's the answer here. I think he'd shine. In yellow and gold, uh, or
1: the golden purple, in um, in Los Angeles, I think he'd be a king there. Yeah, I that th- that's that's right now where he's supposed as the as the best fit. Yeah, um, but I couldn't agree with you more about the Bulls. The Bulls right now, for the second year in a row, mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Uh, I've been hearing so much about how the upper management wants to make moves, wants to put a foot forward, not only in winning games like you're talking about, yeah. but winning at crucial times in the playoffs and then obviously going on to win a championship. The problem right now, two years running, is that the Bulls have failed to put big men on the floor uh, in certain opportunities where we saw last night. Vooch went crazy in the first half. He went crazy, right? And then when the comeback started for the Clippers. He was on the bench. He was on the bench and they went right into the paint and just one after another after another. And it's just too easy. And that's where we break down defensively a lot of small players as well on the Bulls. Yeah, you
0: know what? Um, we have a lot of young guys, which I like. I like the young guys, but they haven't filled out their frame for their their like their final size. Um, I think DeSumo is going to be an absolute uh, killer. I think he's going to be able to control the pace of a game. I think he's going to be able to control the ball. Do I think he'll be an elite scorer? No, but you don't need to be an elite scorer to be an elite player in the NBA. If you can create for other players, that makes you just as great. And I think that he's going to be able to do that. Um, So I'm excited to see where the Bulls can go, but um, they needed to lose yesterday. And I believe they were going to lose and they did lose. Not to mention, if you check flight schedules for these teams, the Clippers were in town for two days before that game. That like, I'm sorry, when you're in town for two days, two full days, because they get out, they got in on Sunday night late. So they got Sunday night to sleep, Monday night to sleep. And then they played Tuesday. They got a ton of rest. They were ready to go. Um,
1: You got to look at that stuff. Traveling means something. Yeah, it sure does. And uh, as you mentioned, obviously, uh, the Clippers are another team we'll get into later in the show who's actually catching a little bit of fire uh, as well. They're getting some healthy key components back, playing at a much higher rate. We'll get into that in a little bit. Cousin,
0: it's the appreciation station Fucking segment for the first time. All we do is talk about haters. It's time to talk about lovers.
1: You know what? I agree. We give the haters a lot, a lot of props on this show. It's time to go through a couple people uh, who obviously went through some of the DMs we pulled. We want to make sure that those people are appreciated. So we're going to welcome them in to the appreciation station. Why don't you go ahead and read off some of those comments, cousin? Okay. So I'm pulling
0: them up right now. I'll pull Um, them up as well. As I pull them up, here we go. They're in our cell phone. Yeah. Um, okay. And make sure you say the people's names. Owen too. Saucy rode with the boys <laughs> only through 25 on the clips, but a W is a W. Love y'all.
1: Appreciate all you do. So, hey, I want you to talk about that a little bit. I think that's something that you've always took pride in. Yeah, um, in saying that it doesn't matter what you throw on a game. As somebody. So, can I, I tell you something? Who's I, a big better? I was
0: sweating more that I gave you guys a pick than I was that I had <coughs> the 200000 on the game because the, the idea of me giving you a losing pick when you, you might bet more because I posted it scares the shit out of me. Somebody posted, Marco, went all in on your pick yesterday and doubled my money. I was like, hey, cuz, be careful with the all-ins. No one game is worth an all-in. Not one. I don't care who you are. If you see a post of mine, I want you to bet it like you normally bet like a game. That's all. That's my take.
1: Yeah, no, and that's beautiful. And that's what I think is extremely important. Guys, at the end of the day, I say this all the time, but winning is winning. If you could win a bet... Winning a bet is hard enough, whether that's for $5 or $500,000. Yeah. Winning is winning. Next up, we like to thanks Fabio. Fabio said, thanks, cuz. Sent us a ticket. Shout out to Fabio. He made a beautiful little take last night. Looks like a little over $200. Oh, Shout I like what Fabio. Vic, Vic
0: said. Appreciate y'all, 100%. Followed y'all on the clips tonight with the bullseye. He posted it. Um, homie nailed this for... What did he put on it? Oh my god. This guy put fourteen fifty to win uh so he bet he bought a thousand and he had to risk fourteen fifty to win a thousand. And then he took him live as well, it looks like. No, that was a different game. But either way, either way, he's he firing. Uh, he said for the fucking people, cousin. I Shout out to chat. Vic
1: four one five. Thank you, Vic Ryan. Next one, Ryan Wells. You the goat. Even when your picks are down fifteen points, I'm still confident. Huge fan of the one hundred X club. We appreciate we appreciate you, Ryan. We actually were pretty confident in ourselves yesterday. Down a little bit. John in that live Chicago from
0: the game. Good win last night. Glad I got to meet you, bro, guys. I really enjoy meeting people at the game uh, when they like say, "Yo, what's up?" and they want to show me an open parlay or is they it got. The or, it is because I like I I love to gamble and I love when somebody else has got action on a game and they want my input. Like it's already in. I'm not changing what you're betting, but like I like to see it. A guy lost the same game parlay yesterday because of Derek Jones, I think, or uh, yesterday. I, I, I long story short, he needed to get four points and I think he only got two. Um, I was sick for him. It
1: paid like a, like 3000 or 4000 That guy has such a hard time scoring. That's a whole other situation for the Bulls. I know. But, cousin, let's take a look now. Um, we're going to get through the season here. We're almost halfway through the NBA. Let's kind of dive in. I want to get something off my chest that I really believe that I'd like to cover on this show. I'm ready to listen. Uh, you and I. I think it's very important for the people. We appreciate you guys, as always. So... The mainstream media yes. that, that you can catch NBA talk on a daily basis yes. goes over the same five guys, the same five teams. You John Durant, I mean? LeBron James. So
0: our Seth job Curry. is to
1: kind of inform you guys in a more uh, you know betting aspect, yeah. uh, gambling aspect, and then in terms of overall uh, what we see in the game and whatnot. So I think it's important that we cover NBA in a light that is a little bit differently than everybody else. That's fair. So what I'm going to ask you is a couple couple questions. We'll go back and forth. We'll give a couple answers. Okay. Uh, The first one being, what is your favorite team that is competitive nightly? So this is uh, a team that is not overall talked about like crazy. I know the Kings were your team of choice last year. The Kings are
0: my second favorite team uh, in the NBA. Um, I think it's more of like I grew up watching them late at night when I was laying in bed as a kid and like you'd catch them on a real late night game. Like That's just kind of what I saw. And And then, as I grew older, I I I was watching players grow up, and I like watch here for right now. I watch Deer and Fox grow up, and this guy is an absolute beast. This guy's ability to you know cut through the lane, make shots on a whim. I mean, I love his game. I wish he was a Chicago Bull, but um, even my sport court at the back of my house is purple and black. Um, This year, if I had a team, that's probably like my biggest kryptonite. uh, It's probably the Minnesota. Wolves. I I lose so much money on this team every every time I bet them. I actually have them live against Golden State right now, plus nine and a half. I took it at, at halftime. I don't know how the game's going, but I'll check after the show. That's the that's my kryptonite team this year. That's the team that like they are competitive and they they've been playing better lately. they they're on a little bit of a run. Um I don't know.
1: Who's your team? You got one? Oh, my team. It's very easy for me this year. Okay. Uh, it's the New York Knicks. <laughs> I like Bronson. When I bet against the Knicks, uh, I get killed. I feel you. When I bet against the Knicks, the Knicks shoot like they look like the fucking 96 Bulls. Julius Randle's out there. He shoot. The other night I bet against, uh, they played Boston. They play, I took like, Boston champions. and apart. Oh, Randall was like five of six from deep on the road. He never it, goes five of six. <laughs> <laughs> but the Knicks uh, are another team that I love watching. Yeah, They're young. They're fun. They're extremely athletic. I'd like to see them really get uh, a, a big man that's a true dominant force down low. I know Rich Mitchell Robinson's a great player. I yeah. agree. He's having a, a little bit of uh, health issues. I was thinking so. that
0: Anthony and I are going to try and shoot to some NBA games throughout the country this year. Um, We're going to definitely make our way up to the ones that are the easiest, like Pacers, Bucks. Um, I could even say like Minnesota because that's a quick flight. But what are some other places that you want to see us? Like, Give us an idea of what you want to hear from us as we dive into the NBA. Tell us some places you want us to go. I'm curious. I don't mind traveling, and if I travel there, I'll bring people to the game with me. Those are
1: our favorite moments, guys, so definitely make sure you share what would be cool. We'd be definitely willing to look into making that happen as we make our way uh, around the country watching games. We're going to jump into the next one, and it's going to be probably one of my favorite moments that I've seen in the NBA
0: this year. Patrick Beverly, did he do the right thing bringing the camera on the floor in defense of LeBron? Did he? Yeah, I do too. Because he's Pad 5 There's no better proof than picture proof. <laughs> like if your girl caught you doing something wrong and she's got pictures, because there's uh, pictures. <laughs> a picture's worth night, a Mo. thousand words, and the refs <laughs> knew it. He's like, I don't want to see it. <laughs> teed him up right away. Um, it's if I, like proving your teacher wrong. What's unfortunate is if I was watching that game live and I saw that call miss and I saw Patrick Bev get the technical, I would have hammered the Celtics because the Lakers were so upset with the officiating, they weren't ready to complete the game. What do you think about that?
1: Yeah, at that moment in time, I got news for you. That was a crazy... Um, that was a crazy scenario. I'll tell you what. What was even more crazy about it was that it was an ABC Saturday Night Basketball game starring LeBron against the Celtics, and it ended in such a dramatic fashion—a literal dramatic fashion—as LeBron just flopped fl- in, into the ground. In your professional opinion, in his head, and I should, don't even know what the plays fuck was going under on. a minute left. Be reviewable? Be reviewable. I think so. I think the game is too touchy not to take a look at some things that are questionable, especially the way that they call fouls these days is so... It's, it's subjective, really, to who's down there as the referee. Here's my opinion. Which could, which could alter the way this conversation goes. But at the same time, when you're down there like, hey, did his fingers touch the ball or did they touch the guy's hand? Here, or, I'm going to give you one right now. It's rough. The
0: NBA has teams worth billions of dollars. I'd probably say the cheapest team in the NBA is worth $2 billion. Billion-dollar franchises all under one conglomerate in the NBA. There should be some easier ways to... To make sure that the end of games. Now I understand in the middle of games, like you miss a call, like that's just part of the game. But in the final minute, with the amount of money now that sports betting's legal in 33 states, there's gotta be a little bit more of a hey. We fucked up. We're going to look at it. We're going to make sure if we fucked up, we're going to make it right. And let's move forward Um, because the Lakers, for instance, were an eight point underdog in that game. Now they ended up covering the game. They lost by four, but like they should have won. So Lakers money line betters got screwed. Now I'm going to take a wild guess. There was more money line Celtics betters than there were Lakers, but that's not fair to the Lakers guys. And it's, it's good. And just because you won that one doesn't mean you're going to win the next one. You're going to be on the bad
1: side of this sooner or later. And that was really a game that there was so many eyes on. You know Vegas was honed in on a game like that. Primetime game, LeBron, superstar action. They're not going to be calling as many fouls in a game like that. So interesting to see how the rest of the year pans out. What's funny is Pat Bev, though, to your, to your question <laughs> with the camera, it makes it extra special that it's Pat Bev. I We've like seen it. Pat Bev in person. This guy is in during the timeouts. He's running full court he's to a court. Psycho path he's the guy's out of his fucking he's mind he's from chicago he's hyping up the crowd, and most importantly he's from the home turf um lebron is
0: 89 points away from passing kareem what are your feelings i had some people at the gym today say to me this record means nothing because lebron shoots threes and kareem didn't shoot threes i don't like that argument um if you when you break a record, you break a record,
1: it doesn't matter how you broke it. That is the dumbest argument I've ever heard. You know what I'm else? You, you know know what else LeBron, LeBron does today? You know what else LeBron does? What he plays against guys that are seven one. That that is super fair because Kareem did not play against guys that were how big was big?
0: Kareem? Giant. I mean, how big was Kareem? Like literally, Edgar. How big was Kareem? I would guess the average height in the NBA when Kareem played is it's probably six inches shorter than it is now. It's
1: listed at seven two. Wow. I mean, okay, we got Kareem versus fucking some guy who's six two, who's working at the steel mill. Bold take on his, on his off take. season. I mean, Shaq, Shaq would have owned Kareem. That's my bold take of the night. Shaq um, would have dove those hips into Kareem, would have put him through
0: yeah. a fucking wall. Are you out of? But nobody's put down more broads than Kareem.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I heard. I heard he's hung like a horse too, buddy. <laughs> Heard he's got a little baby arm just flopping around. Kareem does. <laughs> he's got a hell of a prick <laughs> that, on him. That's huh? the rumor on the streets. Buddy. For real? Yeah. So the rumor is, is he put down over like 10,000 women uh, in his NBA career. That's crazy, right? With that big hammerhead. The big hammerhead. He was just splitting, splitting ladies, splitting lanes, fucking every city he went. If you, if your mom was growing up at that time, cuz, and she liked basketball. I'm sorry. All right, so we're gonna move on now. We're gonna. <laughs> they might cut that out of the show. All right, if they, do, if they don't, it stays. If they, I'll tell like, you, I oh, hope they then. don't.
1: But moral of the story is Kareem was right. throwing that fucking long john around. If you had to pick, shout out to Kareem. <laughs> if you had to pick one active player to miss a free throw in
0: crunch time, who? would you pick
1: DeAndre Ayton? It's not even close. (laughs) That guy is so miserable from the line. I I wouldn't put my... I wouldn't put my family on the baseline, honestly, with that guy as the deciding factor. He cannot hit a fucking free throw. Uh, At this point, I think he's trying to learn how to miss correctly so his team can get rebounds. I'm
0: going to give you, um, I'll tell you, I do think that, so we're talking about this right now because um, Jalen Brown missed some free throws against the Short arms.
1: two of them. Fuck me for 2,000.
0: So there's something called, I don't have a pick on who I would pick for this, but there's something called the clutch gene. And either you're cold blooded and you have the ability to zone everything out around you and you could drain free throws with all the crowd staring at you, whether it's home away, your teammates, your coaches, your wife, your baby mama, I don't care. If you could drain shots when the pressure's on, you have the clutch gene. And it's got to be a consistent thing. Just because you do it one time and then you miss the next, that that means you don't have the clutch gene. The best players are able to lock it in when it matters. And uh, yesterday we saw Zach Levine miss two out of three in the most important time of the game, one minute left. We saw Jalen Brown. These are two guys that are,
1: I would say, top-tier NBA talent. Yeah, and you know what the crazy thing is, is that the free-throw line really... Shows its significance in terms of mentality, like you're saying. Agreed. These are guys that could shoot the ball from 25, 30 feet away from the basket, uh, off the dribble, uh, guys in their face. They have the, these are two guys you just mentioned in Brown and guys like Levine. Yeah. Who are pure shot creators. They yeah. have the ability to really work with the ball, uh, make themselves available to shoot. And you're going to tell me that they're going to go stand up there 15 feet away from the hoop. Nobody in their Clutching. face. I'll tell you, you've got a clutch, Dean Damian Lillard. If guy doesn't, that guy. Loves if there's guy the I want
0: shooting free throws to win the game, two free throws, no time left. I need him to hit them. It's it's him. Yeah. There's nobody else I'd want at the line. I mean, maybe Steph Curry, but I love Dame. I love the attitude, oh. I love the confidence, I love the I don't give up fuck. It's on me.
1: And that's I why that. Dame is a lone ranger player. That's why he's true to the city of Portland. Yeah. He could have he could have left jump ship and gone and joined a better squad. Multiple times. He wants the ball in his hands in crunch time. Yeah, I love that. Um, okay. So now we're gonna discuss um
0: I this is a controversial topic for me. Because after talking to some guys in the NBA, um, I would consider a couple of them friends. Um, do you think NBA stars,
1: superstars, um, sit out too much? So here's the Stan Van Gundy tweet. I'm going to read it. Read it out loud. And then I want you to get into it a little bit. 90s NBA teams had just a trainer and a strength coach. They practiced more often and harder and played more back-to-backs. Teams now have huge medical and performance performance staff and value rest over practice yet injuries and games missed are way up. Something's not working. Okay.
0: I'm, I'm going to say Stan, he's a great coach. I'd prefer to see superstar players that I love over a long period of time. The only problem I have with these stars sitting out is if somebody plans it and they're you're in town once a year, And you buy your kid tickets because you're his favorite player and you're not playing because you're on a rest day yeah that's hard so I, i i wish there was a way to schedule it where only rest days can come at home I'd like that more. Where you know, the, the, that's the, a really nice approach. I, I I'd prefer that. But I care about these guys. We have to remember this is a job. This is not like their life. It's their life, but it's their job. They have families at home. They don't want to get fucked up. They wanna. They wanna feel. They wanna retire and feel good after. Yeah. You know. Um. And and that's ba- part of the job. Yeah. Basketball is not their only game. So my fear is is um I, my fear here is is this is going to be more and
1: more of a topic. Because I'm seeing it this year already. Well, that's why really to dive in, like how this is going to affect betting quite a bit. Wrong.
0: I think it's actually an advantage in betting. You do. Yes. So if you're able to see who's out and you watch the NBA enough, and I've done this. So for instance, Norman Powell was getting a ton of minutes because Kawhi and Paul George didn't play. And I was looking at his line. He was 10 to one to hit. Six threes. You're like, six threes, Marco. That's a lot of threes to hit. I'm like, he's going to play 40 minutes tonight, and he's going to have the ball, probably 10 of them in his hand. This guy's going to fucking be able to get... He's going to shoot 12 threes today. I need him to hit half. And you know what? He hit seven that day, and I think he went seven for... Eleven or seven for twelve. You know, actually.
1: you're you're right about that in terms of like player props. Because yeah. like another instance is like if you're looking at the Warriors game and you see like Clay and Steph out for the Warriors. Pool scoring, go, baby. Oh my god, you better go look at what Poole's about to do because he's about to just start launching the fuck out of that thing. Yeah. So I do see what you're saying there. Um, but sometimes the problem is for me here in terms of betting, is that these guys decide to rest like Last like minute, y- like you said, it's way too last minute. I know. It's I hard. think there should be a stipulation on how long you also get to say, like, "Hey, okay, we're going to go ahead and rest him."
0: Okay, and I'd like that. But then you know what's going to happen? Because then if I'm taking my kid to the game,
1: you could say, "Hey, he's not going to play." Or, I'm saying, "Hey, Johnny, listen." But now what you know what could happen I, now, right? I wanted you to see Luca, and he's not playing tonight.
0: Remember what happened with Draymond? He went in for th- like ten seconds, committed a foul, and went out. Yeah, that's not allowed. That should not be allowed. Okay, but that's. But tell me it's not allowed. It is, though. Yes. But it shouldn't be. What are you going to do? I tweak my ankle in the first minute. I, I Ouch. But that's not rest. That's re- now it's rest because you're sitting out. Yeah. So there's a way to counter it. So you could say, put these stipulations in. It's impossible to manage. I can go in the game, fall on the ground. Ah! And then you're back in the game, you know, the next day and you're fine. Yeah, There's there's no way to manage it properly. So unfortunately, it's a debate that's always going to be a debate and there is no solution. Um, I want these players healthy. I want them around for the long haul. Take your rest. Just give us some notice if you can. Um, okay. primetime game lines the rest of the week. I don't have lines for you on these, but the Grizzlies are at the Cavs. Cavs are on a down slope fast right now. Um, what are your feelings on this Cavs team? I
1: like them. I think they're going to be good. I really like this Cavs team, number one. Mm -hmm. Um, I think they bring a lot to the table. I like that Donovan Mitchell is there now as the lone, uh, obviously, veteran leadership superstar player uh, in the city of Cleveland, looking to make that young uh, athletic team better. I like the way they play. However, you also know that I personally, I know you don't like them as much, but I like the way that the Grizz I hate the Grizzlies. I like the way they do things.
0: You would think I would love the Grizzlies because I'm only 5'8 and I'm a buck 90. You think I'd love them? But I don't. I There's something. Like, I should love the they're team just new an age, underdog. They're just
1: new age barking and I like them. They remind me of a bunch of fucking,
0: like, little dogs at the park. that are like, I, 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 I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> like, Chihuahua? The only, the only tough guy I see on that team, like, true tough guy, is maybe, maybe... Steven Adams. Is it the
1: shoulder tribal tattoo that I'll does tell you it right for now, you? I wouldn't fight him. Or is that that like big hair where he looks like one of those now? What uh, I will Marvel say. Characters? What I
0: will say, and some people have given me some grief on this. I love the way the team backs up Jaws' dad. I like. I believe in family, and I love that they seem to be like a family on that team. Because from what I've come to find out, the NBA guys—they're not all friends. Even when they're on the same team, they're not like ride or die. Right, and that bothers me. Like, because when I was on teams growing up—basketball, baseball, football—like you were my. Like, if we were on the road and someone was chirping you, and I don't like you, you're on my team. I'm gonna back you up when we See, get on the bus. See, that's yeah.
1: why I like the Grizzlies, though. I, okay, because hey, the Grizzlies are this kind of guy, right? Yeah. You're Jaw. You're our guy. Somebody gets somebody hits Jaw with something hard when he goes up for a layup. Yeah. Oh, they're ready. There's they're barking. They're in your face. Right. Right. They're like suspended. Even the six, five guards are like, you know, Ah! they're they're like, let's, let's fucking go. You want to, you want to knock our guy around now? From what I've found out, if, if you throw a punch in the
0: NBA, it's a minimum of a hundred thousand dollar fine. That's steep cause. So the, the 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 odds of them actually doing something in the NBA now is very slim. Um, after the, 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 what happened? The, the malice at the palace. The malice at the palace in Detroit. I don't, I don't see them getting crazy anytime soon. Um, another team that I don't love is the Milwaukee Bucks, even though they are absolutely fantastic. I, I'm from Chicago. I don't like the Bucks. It'd be an ideal team for me to play on, because I could just sit on the three-point line and wait for... Giannis to throw me the ball when I'm uncovered because they double and triple team them. Um, it'd be the best team. I could I could be on the Bucs and hit two or three threes a night just because I'm not going to be guarded. Uh, I can promise you that. Uh, what do you think about the Bucs? What do you think about um, the, the Clippers? We just won money on the Clippers. Both
1: these teams are hot. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. These teams are hot. Yeah. This game is going to be spicy. I think it's going to be a lot better than people think. Should we take a ride up there? I think we should.
0: It's tomorrow. We should go tomorrow. It's tomorrow. It's only an hour drive. Yeah, you want to go? Maybe Clippers box. We'll have to figure it out. We'll talk after the show. Sounds really fun. We'll talk after the show.
1: Oh man, I'll have
0: to sleep in until hold on at three o'clock. My wife's gonna bust my balls. I've been doing too much. Um, Guy gave me half a Woody. I had to hold
1: it down on camera. I might just. I heard about the Bucks. First of all, I lived five years in Wisco. I watched Bucks when you I was watching Michael Red. You even t- called it Wisco. Ugh.
0: Oh, fuck you, you. Know what people from Wisconsin call people from Illinois fibs and it means
1: fucking Illinois bastard. They hate us. Oh, they do hate us. They hate us. They hate, but moral of my story. I used to watch Michael Redd. I used to watch my guy Brandon Jennings double nickel. And then I used to watch Giannis. I got news for you guys. Real Bucks fans will know this. Giannis couldn't walk and chew gum when he was on the fucking Bucks. when he started. <laughs> he was the most unathletic earned it. we always beautiful. He's earned it, war, oh, he's 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 earned it. as much amazing. as I hate the Bucks. The guys That's going to be a hell of a game. Two hot, hot teams. How do you feel about this game? I'm. I got to know what the line is. Do we have a line yet? I don't think we have lines on these it's, games. What is it? Four? Four. Okay. Wow. We do have lines on these games. Beautiful.
0: So Milwaukee the Clip, the Clippers minus are four. Plus, Clippers are plus four. Milwaukee's minus four. Um, what's the over under? 230. Oh, man. I. Uh, I'm on a Clippers That's thing a star right now. Studded yeah,
1: That's a star-studded ball game. That's Giannis, uh, Kawhi, Weinerd, George. I mean, it's Middleton. oh, dude, it's Middleton. Is middle? Oh yeah, Middleton's coming off the bench right now yeah. for the Bucs.
0: If you ask me, I, I, if you're
1: so <laughs> <laughs> hell of I'm a ball game. I'm on a game. Clippers kick right now, so <laughs> I'm probably
0: I'd pro, if I'm betting the game, I'm betting the Clippers. If I'm not betting the game my gut tells me to lean Milwaukee at home, but that line's weird. Milwaukee should be more like a six point favorite.
1: I agree. But like I said, the Clippers are pretty hot and the Clippers are coming off of a day of rest uh, today. They did not play tonight. I saw. So bottom line for me is that really uh, Lopez is playing at in an insanely good clip. I hate him. Terrible I know attitude. he's playing really good. Um, and last night I w- the one thing I was not impressed with the Clippers was their um interior game. Well if you mark if you like said to Subac me Zubac doesn't do it for me. If you said to me, Marco, the
0: two Thursday games, uh give me like a like a lean, I would lean Cavs, I would lean Clippers plus the points. Um Do I, we have
1: a do we have a line on the Grizzlies Cavs?
0: What, what is it, buddy? Four and a half. Who's who's favored? Who's the Grizzlies are favored? Cavaliers. Cavaliers are favored. Oh my god, that's a hammer time. Cavs, right? The, yeah, I mean, the Cavs are four and a half point favorites at home.
1: Yeah, I love the Cavs. I guess,
0: yeah, that's a win. We love the Cavs. I love the Cavs tomorrow. That's If you were going to ask me what, what my pick tomorrow is, that's my pick tomorrow. I would take... Uh, Cavs probably money line because I, I don't mind laying the juice, but even at minus four, I though, would I would wait say. though. Wait until right before game because I have a t- I I anticipate the public will be all over the Grizz because the Cavs have been cold. They're going to hammer the the Grizzlies down to probably plus three and a half. And I mean I'm sticking buy with it them to
1: three, but you could buy it the three, but
0: I'm going to stick with the money line.
1: I'm going to play both. Okay, uh, I'm going to play the three and the ML. I think uh, I couldn't agree with you more in terms of the public is going to absolutely murder a flaming hot. Grizz team. Mm-hmm. And with that being said, uh, I think the Cavs actually are gonna come out and win like it might be one of those games where they really win. That like, sounds like fun. By like ten.
0: Yeah, I could see it. That's how I could see it. Um we don't have a hundred to one parlay for you this week, but make sure you join us next week as we break down the Super Bowl. Um, we might be in Arizona. Maybe we'll shoot the show in Arizona. Um, I'm that would going, be fire. I'm going out there with a bunch of friends with Tony Sharp, too. Uh, <laughs> my God, what a fucking trip that might be. Um, talk to me about Responsible Gaming, because I I, I already brought it up earlier on the show. No one game is worth an all-in. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, Responsible Gaming is really important. Uh, like I said, my main focal point is never wager money that you simply cannot afford or do not have. Uh, I also think it's extremely crucial. Uh, that if you're feeling a little overwhelmed about gambling, it's maybe a good time to take a break. Uh, you could always seek for help, as we've mentioned many times before on the show. Um, obviously, guys, we take responsible gambling very serious. I want gambling around
0: forever. I don't want it to start to get banned because people are losing control. Stay locked
1: in, be smart, and stay saucy. <laughs> <laughs> stay saucy. I like that, actually. Yeah. Yeah. You all, hey, listen, I think it's just about time for us to sign off. As my beautiful friend here said, stay saucy. Follow us on all socials. We appreciate you all. As always, let's win, win together. together. Thank you for watching. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Cousin, I love you. I love 100X. Go Cavs. I love what the fuck we're doing. We like the Cavs tomorrow. We hope you do, too. Thank you. Good night.
0: 21 or older, if you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call or text the National Problem Gambling Helpline Network at 1 800 522 4700 or visit ncpgambling.org for confidential help.